Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports here and I'm joined by Caden and we're going to be discussing uh, AC Milan again and some some big news, some recent news and some updates regarding the club. Some transfer window updates, some uh, big news if you're if you're an American fan, you know, possibly uh, Giannis Musa and in the next couple of days we're expecting arrival of Christian Pulisic. And Caden, I'm going to go ahead and just let you take helm here and kind of just break everything down that's happened in the past couple of days. I know a lot of big things have come out of uh, uh, out of their team and, yeah. and their club. So, I mean, uh, did you want to just go hard, go ahead and just address the elephant in the room and Christian Pulisic uh, signing yeah. with uh, AC Milan? So, when we first, uh, before we even approached him in talks, there was all the speculations and... There was another another club who had actually a, a higher bid. You know, they were they were they were bidding for more, but uh, Christian Pulisic didn't didn't accept their their bid because it was a lower wage than he would be paying at at, at Milan. Mm. And that club was uh, Lyon in France, and it's American owned. So they they wanted Christian Pulisic just because you know American owners they they want the number one American player probably ever. He's you know six all time goal scorer for U.S. men's team history. With uh, 60, 60 games, and the number one uh, goal scorer is Clint Dempsey with fifty seven goals, but one hundred and forty one games. Damn. So you see, like, like he's sixth with sixty games, and the guy is one with one hundred and forty games. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean the if there was any kind of equality, like with the games there, I'm sure we would see a different number one. But um, what do you think? Just the signing in general means for American soccer. Mm. American soccer players, or just AC Milan as yeah. a whole? Go, go down that list of questions there. So, uh, I'll probably start out what this means for AC Milan, what this means for Christian Pulisic. Because, you know, the more and more I think about this, the more and more it makes sense. You know, I'm, I haven't been, it's not like I've been an AC Milan fan for the past week, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've been an AC Milan fan for the past, you know, you know a year, year and a half, and... You know, looking back on you know just this season and the preseason before that, and you know his locked on and and everything that this club embodies and everything that this club represents as a whole, you know you just see it in Christian Pulisic, and you 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 would be blind to ignore the fact that Christian Pulisic has AC Milan blood running through his veins. He brings the intensity. He brings the this pizzazz. He could be our new number 10 at the center attacking midfielder role. And better yet, he's a, he's a wonder kid. And you see him perform at the highest levels, you know, not not all the time for, for club, but uh, all the time for, for country. He shows out for USA. He does. And you wonder why he shows out for USA, because he's the best player on the team. So we have to give him full reins of the attacking you know side of play. And when he's playing for Chelsea... There was only one season where he was kind of able to, you know, or put in a position where he could show off his attacking prowess and just everything that he can do. And that was the 2020 COVID season, where he had, I believe it was uh, like 25, yeah, uh, nine nine goals and four assists in 25 games. And he didn't start all those games, but uh, started majority of them. Got subbed in for a, a great a great deal of them. But uh, nine goals and four assists in 25 games, that's pretty good, you know, for, for mostly being a sub. Uh, and he's never really been given that freedom anymore. 
and you see it, you know, even more with the you know, with uh, Chelsea now, and you, you see, I don't I don't know how many games he played this year, but he had one goal, one assist, and he was getting like you know five minutes, twenty minutes, five minutes, you know, not playing for a couple weeks and then getting five minutes. It was just unfair for him and unfair for his career. So I'm, I'm glad that he's in AC Milan, a place where he could thrive, a place where he could grow. And we are all welcome to what he has to bring and the energy that he embodies. And I, that just sounds exciting, especially if you are an AC Milan fan out there across the world. It's a massive club, well-known, probably the most historically accomplished club um, in soccer or football history. But Top break, four, top four. Yeah, I mean, breaking, breaking it down more... Um, what do you think it means? I mean, you talked about how it was better for uh, Christian Pulisic's career mm. as a whole, but what do you think it means for American football? Uh, not American football, but football. Mm. Mm. Does it add an element to our development, yeah, knowing we does. can get guys up there? It does, and I would say that the main the main uh, pointer at that we're going to be looking at right now is not even someone who's American, someone who's coming to America, his name's Messi, you might have heard of him. Oh yeah. You might have oh, heard yeah. of him. And uh, that's the biggest impact on U.S. soccer, but uh, right now, you know, Christian Pulisic is now playing at a club where he can express himself, and we're looking at Giannis Musa, who's also, you know, AC Milan are eyeing him to play that kind of, you know, that... That uh that that one v one take you on and steal the ball type midfielder we don't really have one of those right now because we sold Sandro Tonali and we get the young boy Giannis Musa who's also on the U S men's team and uh, Christian Pulisic and Giannis Musa have a great uh great great personality together great uh they just sync so well you know good what chemistry I mean? good chemistry that's that's the word I'm thinking for and uh, I don't know it's uh it's definitely gonna help because right now you have a lot more. American fans looking into the club side because I feel like a lot of them are, are looking into you know more of the the U.S. men team matches and seeing us succeed at such a high level now, and they want to branch out. Oh, who's Christian Pulisic? He seems like our best player. Who does he play for? AC Milan. Oh, he has. I'm gonna watch him this season. You know what I mean? He's gonna start this season. I'm gonna watch him this season. So I do feel like it, it can correlate more to that because he's gonna be a lot more exciting to watch this season than he has been. Any year of his career, except for 2020, probably. But, uh, again, up and up for him, up and up for American soccer. No, I mean, you brought it up. Messi coming over to the States, and then Pulisic kind of, I guess, beginning his path to maybe now, a higher road of soccer. Uh, but Timothy Weah is, is also coming to Serie A, but he's playing for uh, Juventus. Uh, I forget how much he got he got transferred for, but you remember him. and just, He's just the fast winger, right winger, for a uh, U.S. men's team. Hmm. You know him? Yeah, no, his, I think he dad, played in CONCACAF, right? Uh, yeah, he played, he played in the CONCACAF Nation League's final. His dad won a Ballon d'Or, George Weah, yeah. for uh, France. And, you know, he, he... I forget how much he was. I, I wish I knew that. But uh, Ricardo Pepe, he's the, the super sub. who used to play for... Um, I, don't, I, I don't even know how to pronounce that club's name. But now he just got transferred to PSV in the Portuguese, Portuguese League. So he's going to be balling out there. And uh, again, it's up and up for American soccer in a general. Like every every like every up and every up and coming star on our team, which is pretty much all of them. You know, all of the young guys on our squad are up and coming, have a bright future ahead of them. 
they're all being put in a position right now where they can thrive. Tim Weah can thrive on Juventus as a nice sub. You know, off the bench, he's going to be killer in those last couple minutes of the game. Just a burst of attack. You know, Christian Pulisic now going to AC Milan as rejuvenating. You know, our our attack could be a shadow striker for maybe Scamacca or or possibly Morata, and we'll talk about them later on in this episode. But uh, yeah, I think it will mean wonders for for the young young players out of out of the USA. No, and, and it, it shows upside that we can actually draw talent out of US uh, out of the U.S. for uh, global soccer. It's the biggest sport in the world, and you know it doesn't really have many Americans at the forefront mm. of it when you break it down like that. And it's pretty cool that you know this young American chap, if you will, is uh, doing his thing. And um, as a whole, I think as you as you were kind of breaking it down earlier, uh, AC Milan is kind of getting better. Are youthful and and I feel like I, I would say um, getting better from maybe like if we can make all the signings we want to this year, then we could get better from from last year. I do think that we can, but getting better as a whole to what we should be, we are off the track. We are we are off the train on a on a crazy what's that what's that one Madden song. Going off the rails on a crazy train. Oh my god! That's that's what we're doing right now. So you're trying to find a new pathway, exactly. a new, we're a trying new to, recipe. We're, we're trying to make our way back to the early 2000s, back to the 90s, uh, which is actually AC Milan, when we were one of the best, if not the best, clubs in the entire world, and uh, that's that's what we're trying to find in, in some of these young guys. And uh, I guess we'll move on to a sign that was actually yeah, that was actually made this this year, and that was Loftus Check. Was not uh, not that long not that long ago. Ruben Loftus Check from Chelsea, six foot three, uh, CDM or center midfielder, six foot three, one hundred ninety four pounds, twenty five years old from England. He likes to find those gaps in the defense. Can get behind any players. Makes those lengthy transitional runs from defense to offense. And it's really something we, we really need to have. And you saw when AC Milan faced up against Chelsea in, uh, I don't know if it was preseason or Champions League in uh, group stage or something like that, but uh, they beat us 3-0. And Ruben Loftus-Sheck was a big part of that game. He was you know, winning balls in the midfield. And I do like that we're scouting guys who had a great performance against us so that's how we can scout them. You know, if they're good against us, then they can make us better. Mm. Especially with the loss of Sunday now. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, I need a water. Um, oh, my God. But I have yeah. a sip of that water. No, absolutely. But um, just in general, it, it just sounds like they're making smart signings. And they're, like you said, they're scouting properly, <laughs> going through the right processes, looking at the correct tape. And like you said, if certain guys had a stellar or a classy performance against them, I mean, you're most likely going to see them get looked at or, yeah. you know, get potentially brought in. So that's interesting that they're going with that recipe. Mm-hmm. But also they're not going the completely youthful route like uh, Chelsea was and just yeah. failing. They're not just dropping well, we don't, we don't have We don't have the cash to do that right now. And uh, that's another big part. Management is, in, is playing a big part of why we're not in our glory days anymore. We have uh, uh, a big dum-dum named Cardinal, who's our, who's our owner. And uh, hashtag Cardinal out, if you're listening to that. Hashtag Cardinal out. Hashtag Pioli out. And uh, actually, after this season, I'll, I'll, I'll see how I feel about Stefano Pioli. 
if he can unlock what he wants to unlock in Christian Pulisic, then more power to him. He might he might have my support, but uh, but definitely our owners need to need to find out what we're doing. We fired our general manager, Trevor. Get this. The greatest Italian player ever. Okay, played for AC Milan. His name was uh, Paolo Maldini. He's a center back and left back, and he's the greatest center back ever. He's the uh, greatest Italian ever, and uh, mm-hmm. he only played for AC Milan. Came up through our youth system, and played for us his entire career and retired with us. Became our general manager, and he uh, he was running something called the Maldini Project. He got there. We finished. Um, we got Zlatan. That was one of his first signings. Returned greatness back to back to Milan. Won the Scudetto in the first two, the two or three years that he was there, and we fired him. And we fired. And and you know what they said a, co- a couple weeks ago or, or last week? They said, "Yeah, we need the management is trying to find a a a figure that uh, can connect management and the players." What? Huh. I wonder, huh? I think uh, I think Paolo Maldini has a job. I I, th- I think he's I think he's free. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I, th- I think he's unemployed right now. Maybe we should get him. <laughs> you never know. I mean, they might. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What are we thinking, bro? Sounds like they're talking in circles up there, and, and they need I to liked, upgrade their management soon. I liked what he was thinking with uh, Charles de Catalare, uh, the young young gun from uh, from from Belgium, and oh, yeah, it is Belgium, and uh, Yassine Adli, and uh, Marek Thiel from Germany, guys who were just balling out in that U twenty World Cup, and. Throughout the end of the season, he was telling Stefano Pioli, play these guys, play these guys. Stefano Pioli wasn't giving time to Yasin Adli, which is you know, not, not the biggest. You know, If he was good when he played, but he wasn't a superstar, but you could tell the talent's there. But Charles de Quetelare, he had talent. He showed those, those flashes of brilliance. He's like 19 or 20. He's tall. He's like 6'2", and he's a good, flashy cam and Stefano Pioli, he's not ready. He's not ready. Who, like, Ben got injured, and he's not even playing him. He's, he wants to play Pobega, Raid Krunic. Put in the young gun. He finally puts in Matic Tiaw at, at center back at the end of the season. And Matic Tiaw is balling. The best center back on our team behind, uh, best defender on our team behind uh, Teo Hernandez and, uh, and Fakayo Tomori. And uh, we'll actually talk a little bit more about De Hernandez later on as well. But uh, get into some of the more signings we've made. Uh, Luca Romero, uh, five foot five. He's eighteen. He's from Argentina. He's a right winger, left footed winger. And uh, you notice, I think I was talking to you about this a couple weeks ago. How a lot of scouting tends to come from uh, international, like international play, and. Mostly, like, you see a lot of guys get transferred after a World Cup. And the U-20 World Cup just happened. <coughs> he had two goals and one assist. That's a that's a good outing in a U-20 World Cup. Especially when you're not starting every game. And he started some games, but two goals, one assist, and I think, like, five games or something like that. Hmm. That's that's a good showing. But he had one goal in, in 12 games for Lazio uh, last season. So... But but those are all sell-ons. He he never started any of those games. Wow, so he's uh, a pretty good off the bench kind of guy. Mm. But we we honestly, he could probably come off the bench for us. It, it depends on 
you know, if we do get that prominent right winger, if we do get uh, Samuel Chukawesi, uh we'll talk about him later on, and, uh, you know, he had, oof, it's just, I don't know, he's, he's a question mark for me, and the only reason he's a question mark for me, the only reason I'm excited about him is because before that sign even happened, and before Milan were even in talks about Luca Romero, it was, uh, Brady was on his FIFA, running his account, and, uh, he had Luca Romero as his winger, and Luca Romero was he he had him from first year all the way he brought him up to Premier League, and Luca Romero was like eighty eight overall in his in his FIFA thing. I was like, maybe what if that's what if that could happen in real life? You never know. <laughs> maybe you saw the future. Maybe maybe. <clears throat> but uh, another signing we're we're closing it on is uh, proves me if I'm gonna excuse me if I'm gonna butcher this name here, but uh, Tijani. Reinders, he's from Netherlands. He's a uh, belt. He's a Dutch uh, CDM or center midfielder. Probably play center mid for us. But uh, six foot one, age twenty four, plays at uh, uh, AZ Alkmaar. But uh, he's kind of been he's 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 been good this season. He has uh, three goals, seven assists in thirty four games as a as a center defensive midfielder. That's good. That's really good. Three goals, seven assists, and I think all of those goals. Were from long shots. He finds those rooms behind uh, midfielders, just like, just like Loftus Check does. But this time, in Rinders, he finds that that element of execution, the element of finishing. And when the ball comes off his foot, it seems like every time he takes a shot, he only takes a shot if he knows he can make it. And those three, those three goals were like all from outside the box, and he knew he could make every single one. You saw it in his eyes. He was just so confident in his stride. So confident in the shot, and uh, it was you, you know we we tried to offer fifteen mil plus four mil add-ons, and they turned it down. They thought it wasn't enough. That was around the same that we offered for Christian Pulisic, but that got turned around. That got turned down for Christian Pulisic as well. We ended up having to bump it up to more of a, I think it's twenty-two mil for Christian Pulisic, but uh, plus that that's not including add-ons, but. Uh, Honestly, I think there's a report going around that uh, Rinders and Eze Alkamir want to give him away for about 22 plus 2 mil add-ons. And I wouldn't, ma- I wouldn't mind like giving that in just because we do need that, that guy who, who's ballsy like that. We're, we're missing Sandro Tonali. We need that spirit in our midfield. And with Christian Pulisic and Rinders you know, mixed together, I think we can make some some sort of replication for what we're missing in Sandro Tonali. And uh, I, I can't wait for that matchup. Hopefully we can get that in. But uh, the decision should be should be, be closing next week. But uh, how do you think we're going on this? Um, sounds like they're doing what they need to do. They're not spending crazy money like some of these other clubs. But um, no, I, I'm I'm liking what I'm hearing so far, and I'm I'm not really an AC Milan fan or anything like that. But uh, it just obviously we're talking about their management kind of sucking. I think um, uh, I think it sounds like they're making good signings though. They got in Pulisic though. I think our owner, and I think uh, th- this will put it into perspective about how much our uh, our owner is disregarding our team right now and sucks. He is a co-owner in XFL. That just lost sixty million this year. Oh God, that so. is interesting. Yes, it is. Maybe he's feeling the burn from that. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's why he's being so. 
not frugal with his money. <laughs> but uh, he, he's lowballing everybody, and he doesn't want to make a splash in the market. And, and if we really want to restore ourselves to Champions League or you know get, get a Champions League final, go far in the Champions League, or God forbid, maybe even win a Europa League, because we could do that. We could make it to a Europa League final. We could win a Europa League. And I know the, the mission is to win a Champions League, but when it comes down to it, I would rather win a Europa League final than lose in the quarterfinals of, or, or semifinals of, of Champions League. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess we can talk more about some of the guys that are suspected to come. Uh, Juan Morata from from uh, Atletico de Madrid. He uh, made most of his career in uh, international apps for uh, for Spain, and Spain just won the uh, the Euros, <coughs> and he was leading the way for striker. Mm. And there was originally initially a report a couple weeks ago that said that we were out of the race for him, and that we didn't want him anymore. But a couple weeks go by, and right now. And earlier this week, there have been a bunch of reports that he's closer than ever to sign with AC Milan. And I just, I don't know how I completely feel about him because it's another old guy, you know, 30 years old. You know, we have Olivier Giroud in there. I want youth at that position. Our last strikers that we've been relying on have been fucking 40-year-old Zlatan Ibrahimovic, uh, almost 40-year-old, late, late 30s. Uh, Olivier Giroud, and now we wanna now we wanna go on to thirty year old Juan Morata. Like I want a young gun in that striker, and I want some Italian blood in that striker, which is why we need to go with uh, Scamacca from West Ham. I know he didn't have the best season this year, and hasn't really had a breakout season yet. But this kid has potential. He's got potential. Didn't start a lot of the games. I think he was hurt. This year, maybe, but uh, again, he was didn't play a lot of games this year, and West Ham was just kind of a shitty position to be in anyway. Yeah, no, just I mean, a, a mid a mid club, and no freedom, no freedom in that club at all. Well, I mean, just in general, coming up from a club like that to like something like AC Milan, I mean, there's a massive difference in so mm. much. So I mean, yeah. Maybe some of these guys they see something there that could flourish in their system, but like you were saying, you want you really do want uh, more youth just in general, and even if they're depth guys to begin with, they don't really see the field to start until they're twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah, I'm not spending money on a thirty year old. I mean, unless it's like a Zlatan or a Messi figure, I don't give I a mean, shit. Morata is good, and you know I'm not gonna you know despite him. Because he just won the Euros, leading Spain to so many so many uh, international trophies, and he's been so loyal to Atlético de Madrid, uh, and, and he's been has been good for so many years with Anton Griezmann. But uh, I just think the price tag that we would be paying for him, I would rather put that money towards something else, something more productive. And uh, honestly, it's to the point where. I say we abandon some of these guys, like maybe we abandon Musa, and we abandon Skamaka, or we abandon the uh, the Juan Morata, and we make a splash in the market. That's what I would like. I would like for us to make an impact pick because we got seventy million from from Santos and Ali. 
Come on, bro. Cardinal, put money into the transfer budget. Put money into the transfer budget. You're just, you're just sitting back and doing fucking fuck all. You know? Maybe, you know, hopefully we'll get to see maybe some guys brought up through their system. But, I mean, I think they did make a very good signing with Pulisic. Hopefully he'll be yeah. given the starting reins like you were talking about when he has mm-hmm. that offensive captainship and he's going to take care of everything on that side of the pitch. Mm-hmm. And set things up, and he does that. Ha- you know, he has all the attributes you want, but you know, if I'm if I'm AC Milan, I'm gonna try and build around that. You know, yeah. and hopefully they can get guys that have good handling, ball control, set piece abilities. And- the biggest the biggest pieces right now that we're trying to complement is Rafael Leao, Teo Hernandez, Fakayo Tomori, and Mike Mignan. Those are the guys that we're trying to build around. Those are the those are the only guys left on our team that have the pure Milan dynasty in them. You know what I mean? I love Pulisic, but he doesn't have it in him yet. He hasn't. He hasn't even stepped on the field for us yet, and he won't have it in his until first he match, the season. His first match hat trick. If it happens, then he's christened. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, moving on to some of the guys we might be missing out on is Dachi Kamada from Frankfurt, the the center attacking midfielder. If we just got Christian Pulisic, then I doubt we're going to go and make a splash for, for Dachi Kamada, even though I was very confident in, in that we were going to get him and that if we did get Dachi Kamada, he would be my favorite signing. But that was before the whole curveball of Christian Pulisic for me. You know what I mean? I didn't know that we were even going to get him. You know, it, But when coming into offseason, it was Dachi Kamada and no one else. You know what I mean? And then Christian Pulisic came on, and they were saying that he could play Cam, and that Pioli wanted him to play Cam, shadow striker, maybe act as a false nine, and uh, I like that idea more than Kamada. You know, I like Kamada, and right now I'd say he's a, a better player than, than Pulisic, just from what he's shown on the league level. Uh, he's had, had a bunch of goals and assists this year for Frankfurt, but uh, we are pulling out of him. The, oh. <laughs> Pause and resume, bro. Pause and resume. Oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stefano Pioli says he doesn't match his style of play and he doesn't want uh, Kamada because he thinks it'll just be a disruption from what he's trying to build. Which, uh, more power to him. You know, he's allowed to do that. It's his team. But, uh, you know, we do have Christian Pulisic, so I'm going to go with that. And I'm not mad at Pioli for once. But, uh, yeah, we, we're completely out of Dachi Kamada. And then Arda Huller, we were looking at him before he got before he got picked up by Real Madrid, and that was the guy I wanted because he reminded me a lot of Guti, and those who are familiar fans of of Real Madrid, you know who Guti is, and just just has that that flair about him, that 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 it factor of him, and now that I think about it, it's kind of more like he was meant for Real Madrid, but. I would much rather him in in red and black. You know what I mean? Just just can't can't get over that. But uh, not not the biggest not not the biggest down because we're gonna get hopefully get Yanni Reinders. Loft, we already got Loftus check and we got the big signing Christian Pulisic. But uh, I guess we can move on to some of the other transfers that could possibly be happening either this season or the next. And I'm gonna start off by asking you because it's a guy that you're familiar with, Theo Hernandez. He, dog. He's linked to some to some transfers in Atletico Atletico Madrid and other La Liga teams. 
What do you what do you think about him, and what do you think would be a good ask price for him? I honestly don't know the market price but or market value for soccer. We, but I think what what uh, AC Milan said is they wouldn't take less than one hundred and ten million for him. Jesus Christ! And I guess one hundred ten million. Yeah. I'll trust their word for it, but um, I mean, yeah, you've seen him play. Yeah, no, I mean it. Uh, it genuinely could happen. Yeah. You know, but that is a lot to ask for. Yeah. In general, for any club, but either way, I think it it'll be a positive for AC Milan. Yeah, I just again it goes with that that uh, just that uh, that same memoir of losing our spirit. You know what I mean? And I feel like if we were to sell Dale Hernandez, if we were to sell Mike Mignon, or God forbid, God forbid, if we were to sell Rafael Leal, then AC Milan would be back to the banter era, and we'd be back to the to the to the not even filling out our stadium era, and it would it would just be an era of just again going back into the banter era. We can't sell these pieces. We 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 have been gifted, gifted with Rafael Leal, gifted that that Mike Mignon that we were able to develop Mike Mignon, gifted that we were able to harness the 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 potential of Theo Hernandez, and gifted that we were able to get Tomori from uh, I believe it was Chelsea actually, and uh, it's these aren't I don't know. These these aren't players that you come by every day. You know they're not the best players, but when they come together, they're Milan. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you can't separate that. Hmm. You know, but uh, I mean that's that's pretty much all I have to say. Good time to wrap this one yeah. up. Huh? Well, uh, everyone out there, thank you for listening and uh, tuning into this episode on AC Milan, and thank you to Caden for Forza notating Milan. and. Uh, getting all these notes together for us and teaching us some shit about AC Milan. We greatly appreciate it. And um, thank you everyone out there for listening in, downloading, and uh, following the show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, threads, all that good stuff, at Tea at Time Reports, excuse me. And then we're also on TikTok now, so check that out, at Tea Time Reports as well. So um, everyone out there, have a great day, great night. Whenever, wherever you're listening to this, uh, I guess Caden always says this, Forza Milan. I'm not mm-hmm. even a Milan guy, but I said it, you know what I'm saying? Well, kind of, you have to be now. I, I guess I have to be now, because Pulisic. Pulisic, you, you know, possibly Yanis Musa. Like, how could, how, how can you not root for this team? I mean, bro? you have to, because Pulisic, you know? Even without him, how could you not root for this team? I, I, I'm going to root for them now because of Pulisic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but definitely shout out to AC Milan, clean kits, and... They got a squad to uh, to put up a good fight this year, so we'll uh, definitely tune into them and get some definite coverage, more coverage for them, and next maybe season. even they uh, yeah next season, and hopefully uh, maybe even a, a little highlight reel on Instagram for them as well for news and stuff. So thank you everyone again. This is Trevor and Caden. We're signing off. All right, Monday. <laughs>